0: Today's show is being brought to you by Crawford's Barbecue Pit Products. Check out all their awesome barbecue products over at Crawford'sBBQ.com. Today's show is a doubleheader, pulled from July 23rd, 2013. Greg sits down with Diva Q, Daniel Bennett, the hardest working pit master in the barbecue world. Talk all things Diva. You can also catch up with Diva over on Instagram at DivaQBBQ.com. It is one seriously great feed. I suggest you check it out. Let's get to it. Here's Greg and the Diva from July 23rd, 2013. Dee, can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you now. Yeah, well, can you hear great. me? Yeah.
2: Well, when you turn the microphone on, you can hear everybody.
1: Okay.
2: First time doing the show live, I guess. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my first guest tonight, the second hour, uh, no stranger to the show, she is the pitmaster of DVQ competition barbecue team. She has her own show out there on the Travel Channel right now called Barbecue Crawl. And just this past Sunday, showed up on Barbecue Pitmasters as the guest judge. We welcome back DVQ. Okay, really did that. so where to start with you tonight, Daniel? How about Barbecue (laughs) Crawl? You were uh, on a handful of months ago here on this show talking about, you know, how it came together and when it might possibly air in Canada. Fast forward, and it has already played in your neck of the woods. Now it's here in the States on Travel Channel. Before we come to the USA review, how did it go over in Canada from a business standpoint? Did it do better than expected and, and kind of, you know, what was, what was the thought? And, and Did it come in above, around expectation? What do you know?
1: Well, I will tell you it was an absolute smash hit. Uh, the ratings were three or four times higher than they expected. So really? It doesn't, get, it doesn't get much better than that. Oh. Um, it yes. is an absolute hit.
2: And that's just the, the Canadian side of things, Right.
1: That's just the Canadian things, and then we moved on after it played um, very successfully on the Travel and Escape Network here in Canada. That's with Blue Ant Media and RTR Media. Uh, it moved very successfully over to the U.S.
2: Right, so here's the uh, transition over to that. So it shows up here in the states beginning, you know, this month on the Travel Channel. So yep. comparing, you know, what is a big. Cable channel here in the states. What isn't a big cable channel here in the states? Travel definitely a top tier programmer.
1: Yeah, it is, and we're very excited about that. Of course, you know, one of the things is is that being on a mainstream channel is huge. Uh, it's it's so exciting. I love the fact that uh, so many people have access to our show, and that uh, you know they're enjoying it, and the numbers are really good. So. I'm thrilled. I'm happy for our entire production team that has worked their butts off.
2: I was going to say, you know, at the end of that question, it was like, you know, it was doing really well in Canada here in the States. I mean, we're obviously not through the season yet, but, you know, from a business standpoint, what are they thinking of it from a travel channel standpoint here in the States?
1: Well, uh, I think that it's going extraordinarily well. You know, I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss numbers, but I will tell you, it was extraordinarily well received so far. I'm thrilled. For everybody watching it, and, and we're getting amazing feedback, and uh, I couldn't be any happier.
2: All right, Danielle Demoski doing joining me here on the show. If you want to check her out here on the web, it's a Diva Q, like the letter Diva, and then the letter Q. dot ca Canada. dot ca because that's yep. where she's from, quite frankly, Canada. You know, how do you feel personally about the show now that it has aired in Canada? It's airing here in the states. All the BS aside, you lived it, you filmed it, you saw what it was like raw, you see what it's like finished. You know, how are you finding the show as you're watching it?
1: Well, one of the great things about the show is that the star of the show actually is Barbecue. Uh, It's not me. It's not anybody else. It's barbecue. We celebrate barbecue joints. We celebrate barbecue restaurant owners. We celebrate, you know, the pit masters that are doing it every day, day in and day out. And then we have the competition side, which is so crazy and fun and, you know, ridiculously frustrating sometimes. Um, I feel if there's one word I'm going to say, it'd be proud. I just feel proud about it.
2: All right. So when we're talking about all of this different stuff – In regards to what happened on the show, how how does the show, like, come together? I mean, you have all these different personalities kind of show up, you know. I mean, we've only seen, I think, maybe three or four shows here in the States. You know, you have, you know, these set of characters this week, you have these set of characters that week. Is that all something that's set up, like, way ahead of time for you, or is it something you just kind of fall into? How does that whole thing take place?
1: Well, it takes a lot of planning. What people don't realize is even with an unscripted uh, um, show, it's a lot of planning. We plan out uh, six to eight weeks. Uh, We book the competitions in advance. However, the entire show... uh, the original series took almost three to four years to get to air. Uh, And I'm, I'm one of the co-creators. So I'm very proud of that as well, along with Kit Redmond, Emily Glenn, uh, Janet Keen, and uh, the entire team at RTR media and blue ant media. So it takes a village. Really? It really does. Um, In addition, it takes a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of organization because we are on a real road trip. So everything has to be kind of planned in advance. However, we are definitely of the opinion that it's always better to stop and capture something um, than give it up. So basically, if we if I see something that I think we need to cover, we cover it, which is great.
2: Let me ask you something, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Do you troll any of these uh, internet forums to see what other people might be saying <laughs> about this show, or is that something? Look, I mean, uh, I have I, I have not seen anywhere near the exposure, if you want to call it fame, you know, whatever. Uh, with the show that I've been doing the last five or six years, I do yep. not. I don't. I don't Google barbecue central show. I don't Google barbecue central radio show. I am of the firm belief that uh, you know there's going to be, let's say, a uh, haters no matter what. Are you trolling internet forums to see like what's happening or the reviews of the show here in the states? Did you see or clear of that stuff?
1: Um, you know, I I've seen a few things. Um, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, the messages I get. Um, and, and funny enough, I just even as I'm on the on the net with you, you know, I, I've just got six more messages. The feedback Facebook or the Facebook feedback is huge. The Twitter feed is huge. However, there is always going to be a visible minority that absolutely hates the show. So, you know, <laughs> one of the things is, is that I actually got some advice from an extraordinarily wise man. Damn. and. I will. T- I'm not going to tell Wait. you his name because that, that's between him and I.
2: Wait, what's rule number? T- what's rule number one to the show? No names, please. Right, of course, no names, please.
1: No names, absolutely no names. So I, he gave me some wonderful, wonderful advice, and that they are the few, the scared, the weak, the cowardly, and being nasty makes them feel big, and that you know they are hating publicly because it makes them feel important. It makes them feel better. You know, one of the cool things is um, is that I, I think I'm above that. I think a lot of barbecue people are above that. And so it's really a minority group of people. You know, it, it's kind of funny. And if I want to put this in really blunt terms, which is, you know, Greg, I've known you for years <laughs> now. And <laughs> blunt is definitely a word I would use to describe myself. And here's what I'll say. I'm a fat chick from the suburbs of Barrie, Ontario. I'm a mom of three. I've worked my ass off. And I have a barbecue show on in the U.S. and in Canada. And it's a successful hit. So as far as I'm concerned, I've already won. Because the strength of my show is with all of the incredible barbecue people and all of the incredible barbecue friends and family that I have. So the success is not just mine. The success is actually putting out barbecue as it is, in, in no structured format, and say, you know what? This world is so cool and so much fun, and that's the true winner here. And you know what? The haters can continue to hate. I don't give a rat's ass.
2: Yeah, so that's like the dovetail question is there's a saying out there that haters going to hate. And for the people that think that maybe you shouldn't have a show or that it should be somebody else hosting that show – do you have anything to say to them, or should they just shut the fuck up and be <laughs> jealous and be the quiet in the most respectful manner possible?
1: Well, you know, everybody's entitled to voice their opinion. But if you have to voice your opinion loudly and to put somebody down to make yourself feel better, I think that says a lot more about that person's character than mine.
2: All right. So here's what I'm going to do right now. And forgive me for a few minutes I'm going to take up here. But, you know, I'm going to tell you what I like about the show. And What endears me most about this show is the fact that it, it's one that I have most likened to potential barbecue success, which means that it needs to have a consistent main character, that would be you, the audience can get invested in. That would be you. If you go back through the archives of this show and we talk about Barbecue TV, my main point is that we don't get the time to invest in a team on a lot of these shows that we see that ends up being kind of like this disconnect at some point. But with your show, sure, some of the hangers on change out each and every week, but you're there every show. You take us through barbecue restaurants, which... I guess, to be honest, I could take your leave. But we get to see you at different barbecue competition settings. We get to see the trials, tribulations that you're putting up with at those events. And this is what makes it good for me. Hell, people might like it more if they could see more like uh, – but maybe I would like it more if I could see more personal diva time and drop the restaurants altogether. That's what I'm looking for in a barbecue TV show. The personal side, the competition side of things, this is as close to perfect that I have seen a barbecue show on TV right now. And yes, to be perfectly transparent, I like you. And uh, I think that out of all the barbecue people I know, I've had you on this show the longest. And I can say that you know I knew you when you weren't, so and so, I know you now. But look, in a very long-winded way, and a look at me kind of way, I like to show the way this has been put together, and the audience has well, and screw everybody else. And that's what I got to say about that.
1: Thanks, Greg. I mean, this is kind of you to say.
0: To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john j o n at thebbqcentralshow dot Hey, before we get into the next segment, let me take a minute to tell you about Crawford's barbecue pit spritz. Pit spritz is all natural and gluten-free. Pit spritz keeps your meat super moist during the cooking process. The peach pit spritz adds an amazing, sweet peach taste to your barbecue. It's great on all meats and does exceptionally well with pork. All you need to do is screw the included trigger sprayer on the 16 ounce bottle and you are ready to go. Crawford's Pit Spritz also works great as a wrapping liquid to help you bring your barbecue home. Get all the details on Crawford's Pit Spritz. Head on over to Crawford'sBBQ.com. Be sure to use the coupon code GREG at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's GREG, G-R-E-G.
1: Thanks, Greg. I mean... That's really kind of you to say. Yeah. You know, but here's what I will say. I do believe that there is an absolute place for all the types of barbecue shows that are on there. You know, this is just one format that seems to be working um, and working extraordinarily well. The other thing is, you know, I'm absolutely beloved of Barbecue Pitmasters. I love it in all of its forms. <laughs> um, I love competing on there. It was such a fun experience multiples of times. So, you know, it's it's. I think that there's uh, room for all of these things to happen.
2: All right, so we're going to get into Barbecue Pitmasters, obviously, here in a minute, but... You know, as we uh, how many uh, total shows for people to know, how many total shows of barbecue crawl were there that are going to be airing here in the States? Uh, and, and like how many have already aired?
1: Well, right now we have done we did a complete full season, um, which is awesome, because that means that we had 10 full episodes. Um, you know, it, the hope is to certainly um, have them all air on a a. a and network and the great thing is, is that episode five is coming up um, tomorrow, Wednesday at eight PM, uh, seven Central on the Travel Channel, and I live tweet every single episode, which is great. And we have a total of ten episodes completely, and you know we've got. Uh, We've got, uh, if you go to my Twitter links, you can see the full episode, um, you know, breakdown. We went to as many places as we could get to within the time constraints we had. You know, that's one of the biggest, I think, challenges is that, you know, you always would like to go out to more places. Um, but at the end of the day, we only have so many weeks and so much time. So, you know, we went to Texas, we went to Arkansas, we went to Tennessee, we went to Mississippi, Alabama, Atlanta, North Carolina, Kentucky and Missouri and Kansas. And it was all awesome. And if I could go to more places, I would. Um, and certainly we can certainly hope in the, in the future to, uh, uh, to do that.
2: If I'm listening to every place that you listed, if anybody is – and even a novice barbecuer listening to the show, reading your blog or whatever the face may be, you know, you've hit pretty much all of the quote-unquote meccas that have to do with barbecue. So it's not like you're leaving any stone unturned.
1: Well, you know, know, I'm I'm a fat chick that likes to eat, honey, and I've eaten at (laughs) over 150 barbecue joints. Love them. I don't ever get sick of it. Um, The only barbecue I get sick of is my own. I just don't want to eat my own stuff. I love eating other people's barbecue left, right, and center. And uh, I think that there is a never-ending list of barbecue places we still could go to.
2: Is there any talk by either channel that you may or may not be able to divulge about, like a a renew? I mean, obviously... Any effort going into a TV show is to be, you know, this one that's renewed over and over and over again where you're like the star of the channel. Is there any been? Has there been talk by either Canada or the United States about renewing the show already?
1: I would say wait and see and that you just never know where
2: I'm going to show up. How about that? All right. I'll take that as a yes. I'm not a psychic, nor do I believe in them, but I know good news when I hear it. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about the Barbecue Pitmasters here in a second. But in just a uh, summary sense, for Barbecue Crawl, for all of uh, you know the good stuff that you have heard about, is it better than expected for you? I mean, this is something you said you put four or five years in development, getting it here to where it is right now. Has it exceeded all expectations for you?
1: Well, you know, the thing is, Greg, it's my life. I love my life. Um, I don't want to open up a restaurant at this point in my life. I don't want to do anything but what I'm already doing right now. I already, lived, I already loved my life before the show. Uh, the show just facilitates it a little bit better, and so I'm absolutely thrilled with it. I am so proud of the work that we did. Um, my producer, my director, Emily Glenn, Kit Redmond, RTR Media, Travel Channel in the U.S., um, You know, Travel and Escaping Canada, Blue Ant Media. I could not be any more proud. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with the response.
2: Would you ever consider opening up a freaking restaurant?
1: Maybe later on in life when the kids are much older. But you know what? I'm still a mom, older and like a 40? mom of smaller children. And and my thing is, is that. Um, You know, for example, I've been out for the last eight weekends competing Um, over half of those of myself just by myself. And I just decided this weekend I was tired. I'm done for this weekend. And it's great. My kids and I hung out all day on the couch watching movies, having a blast. I want to be able to do that. And if I open up a restaurant, I can't do that.
2: You know, you see you on barbecue crawl and you see you out on competition trails when I've had you on the show, you know, regardless of TV fame or what have you do you have a team with you when you're out there doing it by yourself what kind of a dynamic is that to go from a team to go with Danielle herself in a competition atmosphere
1: well you know one of the things is is that uh, nobody else cooks on my team no mo- other than myself anyways it's always been like that uh, the team always sets up and does a fantastic job of like like Jessie my girl man she, when she's around I don't have to worry about boxes and she keeps everything all running really smoothly and and the boys set up all the stuff and, and they keep all the coolers filled with lots of cold beverages and they make my life a lot easier when you're competing by yourself it, it is what it is I mean there's lots of guys that do it on an ongoing basis Kelly works for one he does it all the time by himself there's yeah. there's tons of teams that out there that do it by themselves I don't I don't think there's anybody else from Canada coming doing it solo all the time, but uh, I just have to, you know, drive a little bit further most often. Most often, but you know what? It just makes you more focused. It makes you—you you don't have any downtime. You know, when when the team's there, I have downtime. I can sit and I can socialize. I can talk with other people a little more often. Um, you know, when you're by yourself, you know, it is what it is. You've got to stay completely focused and driven, and uh, away you go.
2: Do you think you get any? degradation at all because you're from canada and not here from the u.s when it comes to barbecue are you looked at as like a second class citizen in that regard at all
1: no you know i gotta say that that's one of the few minor things you know because i'm a fat chick i get treated differently you know if i was a beautiful you know victoria secrets model out there on the barbecue trail maybe it'd be treated a little bit differently um but the people that matter the most to me are the ones that are real barbecue cooks that understand that I'm working my ass off, that respect the fact that I do work very hard and that, uh, I try to do as much of this, you know, on my own, uh, like anybody else would, you know, I'm just another barbecue person. I just happen to be a chick. And that's that. Yeah, pretty much.
0: And there it is from July 23rd, 2013, the diva Q. Check her out over on Instagram at diva it's a whole lot more than barbecue and grilling. It is a great food, Instagram feed, cooking in general. Tons of great content over there for sure. Just to remind you, 10% off your entire order over at CrawfordsBBQ.com. Crawford's Barbecue Pit Products. Use the coupon code GREG at checkout. 10% off your entire order. I said that. I said it again. Until next time. On the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. I am your host, John Solberg, and I do look forward to talking to you again soon.